Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, uh, okay, let's, let's try. We're going to try. Actually, um, yeah. Okay, fuck. So, so live, wait a second, live, Jesus Christ, how's li oh, live, live, okay, fucking hell, David, so live, yeah, checking connection, oh, Jesus, so you, you're yeah. now live, okay, folks, we're live, look, so you have to hold the camera all the time, I don't know, what do you mean you have to hold the camera all the time? I mean, you hold the phone all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm only going to do it for like two minutes. Okay. okay. So we're just starting off uh, our podcast and that's why we're not together. This is our 29th or 30th? No, 31st, I think. Or 30th. 30th. Hannah just uh, stood up and leant over and squeezed out a big massive fart. That's just a lie. It's never going to happen and never will happen and never had happened. Oh, look, see people. Hey, look, look. Oh, uh, yeah. You see there people are watching on Instagram live. Say hello, Jack and Daniel. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello. What are we going to be talking about today? Lizzo. Hey, people are commenting already. Like. OK, yeah, uh, yeah. we're going to. Are we gonna we're we gonna have the last word. Nice one, Hannah. Look, Halpin, Derek Halpin says nice one, Hannah. Okay, what we're going to be talking about is Ryan Tuberty, just a little bit, because I'm so bored about Everybody, this. Dave, Dave, I boarded your flight to London there a few months ago. Think you were mortified. I recognized you. Oh, look. Hey, Jack Daniels. Look at that. That's nice, isn't it? Anyway, people are actually you should introduce us, Jack. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's go. for Come it. Come on, Jack. Let's get your shit together. Huh? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to And That's Why We're Not Together, starring David McSavage and Hannah Andrews. Oh shit, I'm <laughs> You should be that You should be like me. Yeah, yeah. So we're just doing this Instagram live for the crack. Uh oh look, just like so so all I'm trying to say is, huh? What's your favorite color? Fucking hell. Yeah. Is that the is that the kind of quality? 
I think because because I'm wearing a yellow scarf. Yeah. Well, can that's I just, your I, joke. What's I, your I, favorite I, color? Let me guess. Yellow. <laughs> you know, you've heard it. But actually, uh, certain colors raise your mood. But the point is, you buy a color like this in Morocco and then you come back to Ireland and you suddenly realize color is only reflective of the light available. And yellow over here is fucking depressed. Really? Yeah. I, I, I thought yellow just raised your mood. I know, but what I'm saying is w when you're wearing this color in a sunny climate, it's yellow. Whereas when you come over back to Ireland, I can see you're not understanding what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's still yellow, but <laughs> maybe more loud. Okay, look, hi from Paris. Look, somebody says hi from Paris. Give me a nyavi. Yeah, North African name dropper. <laughs> Speaking of yellow, how's Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> he is really sad. What, what 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 did you want to say about Ryan Tarbury? Oh no! I thought I did a really good uh, post the other day because he's it, it, Ryan Tarbury and the movie Barbie have a lot in common because he certainly was They've, kind of li yeah. lived in a very sort of cosseted way and walked around. Like he was the, you know, the perfect Holy Communion boy. Everybody loved him. Yes. And then suddenly it kind of collapsed around him. And he's in the real world, like the rest of us, struggling away. I don't think Ryan will ever struggle away. I mean, he definitely has enough money to live of it for some time before he Somebody says out. here, do you find Ryan Tuberty sexually attractive, Hannah? Uh, no, I couldn't. I wouldn't. And this is he's like uh, no gender for me. He has no gender for me. So he's, he's very progressive. I, I yeah. I think uh, people want to. Um, I think people want to know. I think Mike's gone. Whose mic's gone? What's wrong with your mic? W what's wrong with your mic? Technical difficulties, folks. Ah, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ, Jack. Oh Is your mic gone, Jack? Here, hold that, Hannah. Okay. So this is good live. This is the kind of shit I have to deal with. Okay. You point, point me huffing and bending over and puffing away. Yeah, David somehow loves doing that. I and do like know, huffing and like puffing. I, like I think in reverse, he sort of does. What do you mean? It just suddenly wasn't working. It was working. Yeah, and then now it's not working. Huh? It's like, you know, you can see three men looking at stuff and none is doing anything. One is holding a cable, two of them are staring, thinking that just by staring at them, Three. they're helping out. Yeah, well, it's working now, yeah. It's, it's working. It's on three now. Yeah, I think if you... Yeah, it's three, three, it's working. I think if you stare intensely enough at one guy working, you're yeah. really helping out. <laughs> I was just always thinking then if Daniel and Jack stir uh, somebody, Man just, United. somebody just wrote yeah it works fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Did he? thank you very much no that, that was me that was me saying that um, it hurts my feet no that nobody said that look look I love you Hannah look Timmy uh, 90, 1891 says I love you Hannah health and safety bike with dog poo sexist remarks oh, oh yeah but you know that that's okay because uh you fucking ride david how's your teapot jesus christ some very damaged people out there dave <laughs> i'm taking a shit <laughs> <laughs> that's funny isn't it somebody watching it is funny like modern uh okay folks uh how do you get out of the live thing uh, if you're interested in watching more of our uh family podcast and that's why we're not together uh 
we're on YouTube, Hannah. We on YouTube on Tuesday, twelve o'clock. And also, we want to we want to uh, put it up on fucking Acast and or, or we Spotify. Saw, yeah, Spotify. We sign up, but um, men don't want to do their job and push it through. She ca- she carries you. Look at this. Oh, do I? Uh, other sound. Would you would you would Rob? Oh, I see. You can actually talk to people. We can actually talk to people on the fucking thing. OK, we're, we're going to figure this out, folks. But we just thought we'd give you a little behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> just, you don't even know what you're doing. No, I don't know what I'm doing, Hannah. But at least I'm doing it. I got off the couch and I did something, you know, you know what I mean? Because like, as an alcoholic, Hannah. Yeah, it t- alcoholics it don't want to do four hours to doing get anything is, is but but I find once you do something, your mood raises. Yeah, you put a yellow scarf did the couch and you fit? feel like Look, smiling. Wants, yes, the couch did fit. Look, there it is. But on the other side, on the other side of the room. Yeah, we didn't. You know what I mean? Because Behind the curtain, yellow scarf looks like vestments. Oh, that's funny. You know, like vestments, like a priest would wear vestments. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. Today is Sunday. Sunday. It's Sunday. Hello, Blackrock Mass. And we'd now like to do a reading from the Holy Book and bore you to fucking tears and make you not want to connect in any way. Do you know what we should have been doing in Blackrock Mass, in Blackrock, in church? Everyone should have been doing ayahuasca, Hannah. Yeah. No, uh, because then you'd properly fucking connect to yourself. Yeah. And no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. I know. Ayahuasca. I used to do a lot, but I think everybody. Somebody says has looks to like forty coats. You would make a, make a great bishop. <laughs> you were a bishop already. Did you get your hair cut in a woman's prison, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I don't like that cut either. I do so you not? agree. No, I, I I've told you, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go what to that bar where you usually go and I come like up Han- with the same somebody haircut. Said, somebody said they like Hannah's hat. Oh, I love it as well. I just got it yesterday. Oh, there's how's tubs? Oh, yeah, people want to talk tubs, about tubs. Yeah, Ayahuasca, not be, for everyone, Hannah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Would never make anyone. Ayahuasca have to call you and you have to be called by it. Hang on a second. Ayahuasca's on the phone. And <laughs> say, like, stay away from me. Yeah, well, you did it loads of times. Yeah, but, you know, but I can't do it anymore. You see, it just entered me, stayed, and now it's saying you cannot do it anymore. So... So look, somebody said your hair is nice like that, David. No, it's not. Okay. Just okay, folks. Uh, we're, we're just nice. So you know, spread the word. Let people know that we're on our YouTube TV show, and that's Jack is actually tuned out and is reading a book. I'm just doing some research. You know, that's a. Well, you have to do research okay. before, how, how do you before get out podcast. Of this? How, do you, how do you get out of this? Not during. Oh look, are you sure you want to? Okay, good luck, everyone. Thank you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Okay. Uh, Yes, Hannah, you said you wanted to talk about Lizzo. No, Daniel wanted to talk about Lizzo. You wanted to talk about Lizzo. I said, (laughs) maybe maybe we should, we should, I think we should finish Ryan Tavardy's story because I think it's, you know, it's over talk, over exposed. But, (coughs) you know, Ryan was just dropped by uh, RTE, so he's not coming back to uh, do his one hour show every day because. um, No, because I I just sorry, we just did Instagram live. Did we say anything in that in that 
Instagram Live that was uh, that could get us fucking cancelled or anything. <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? Because I just published it. And I no, don't... we didn't. No. We didn't say. No, it. we were just like uh, huffing and puffing around. I was huffing and puffing around. You yeah. called Liz off. <laughs> did you? No. <laughs> yeah, you he did. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. But you see, Jack, Jack we, I mean, we have to catch that out. Yeah. Can't you call anybody anymore? Oh, here we go. Look, <laughs> guys. If somebody, I'm actually really just going to beep that out. Okay, just, just come on. Just. Let's finish. Go on. But I'll tell you Jack something. Jack said that, by the way. You call Lizzo a. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, okay. I don't even know Fat Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, uh, my point is right. Uh, if aliens came from another planet and they looked at the front pages of newspapers to decide what uh, a nation is obsessed with, they would say <coughs> Ireland is obsessed with fucking Ryan Tuberty. Because, yeah. I mean, this kid is on the front. Well, he's 50. This man is on the front pages of newspapers. It's quite... Uh, is, is it because there's nothing going on in Ireland? Oh, like, is, what it, is, oh is it like a cover up as well? What do you mean? You know, so deters people attention from okay, real well, problems. <coughs> well, yeah, okay. So and, what, and even but also it obviously sells newspapers. Yes. And th they can see that. So they just put Tuberty on the front cover and it's a bit of scandal and a bit of, you yes. know, uh, which because he did kind of pretty much up until this point have a squeaky clean image. Yes. But I think this will be the making of him. I'll be honest with you. Uh, in other words, uh, we need adversity. Uh, it challenges yeah. us. Maybe he needs to be dragged through a bush naked to yeah. sort of uh, make him uh, to loosen him up a little bit because and, and maybe it'll give him a bit of edge yes. and you know let's talk about uh, RTE saying this is why we paid him this much money because we wanted to be competitive so let the bidding war begin let's see the Today FM's the uh, f uh, fucking news fuck or whatever uh, are they going to pay him 500 half a million dollars a year <laughs> yes. Well, let's but see. But also, you know, like I can't Ryan. wait to see this. Yeah, me neither. Is he going to go to the BBC? Is yeah, he going to become BBC. the new Jack Parr knocking on his door? Yes, and US companies, Netflix, all sorts of companies, and why not? But again, we why are we? To, well, I'm talking about it because I do have a personal interest. Jackie, what were you asking me there about? Uh, People are curious about uh, how it works that your family members and how that dynamic works. Well, I have no relationship with Ryan. Uh, I mean, like, hello, how are you? You know, every once every five years. He's friendly with my sister, Sinead. I think they hang out together. Yes. Um, the Tuberty's uh, smart family, his brother, Neil, is like basically kind of the Oppenheimer of uh, brain surgeons. He's, he's, I think he's in Vincent's hospital. And yeah, he's, 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 he's pretty fucking amazing, this dude. I don't know. And, uh, but I, I, and I don't, I don't, I actually, I don't think I've ever met any of Ryan's kids. No, we met them once. I once. Think, when they were small. Yeah. So we like, have no relation. So, so in other words, um, you know, we, but you know, that's the thing. Cousins, you know, people, cousins, yeah. I, I don't know. Do, is there anybody out there who's got a really good relationship with all of their cousins? Jack. <laughs> yeah. Stop scratching. A few extra fingers and two extra testicles and that boy would be in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the young guys. Most of the young guys. <laughs> the, I, honestly, the way they behave, honestly, I, I can get I, so Are you doing all the time <laughs> no, as well, David? Jack, no, I, don't. I, do. I don't. You do. I do not. Do. Jack. I see you. Jack, not whatever. in public. Well, look, look, not it's, in literally like, it's literally like, look, this is their crotch area. Look, and lads are like this, look. 
Like, like just fiddling around with their. Do they have lies? Fiddling <laughs> around with it, like you know, like worry beads. They've got their ball bags in their hand, and they're just squeezing. One pops out there. One pops out there. <laughs> it's, what it's the name like of those, fuck? Like those Leave Chinese. your balls alone. Hey, yeah, this shall bullshit. not pass. You, you, you gotta, you know, if we're being honest here, you gotta adjust sometimes. You know, to be. <laughs> Yeah, I just so, sometimes, okay. sometimes it gets stuck to your thigh, you know, whatever. You know, you have to do some of the certain things. And okay. you do it as well, David. And also, know? I see guys, you know, when you're standing next to Uneral, you're Uneral. Urinal. Urinal. So say that is the penis in question. So a guy will hold his penis <laughs> and they'll be pissing. No, they'll be pissing and they'll be going like this. Uh, they'll be they'll be fucking f- manipulating and and you're looking at the guy. What, what the fuck is this all about? What are you Just looking at the guy for? I'm not looking like, at the guy because it's in the doing? periphery of my eyeline. Oh come on! It's Why in the periphery of my eyeline. Just give him extra I, who pleasure. Who knows? I just hold the fucking thing, let the piss come out. Fucking, you know. Are you wash your hands after? Sometimes. <laughs> I'm not gonna shake your head. You, you know, you know when you, you're. T- uh, it's amazing when, when you go to the toilet in a male's bathroom. I'd say it's about seventy percent don't wash their hands after the urinal because you don't want to touch anything. But here's the <laughs> other thing. Also, you know the piss. You know when guys shake, like they don't realize where the piss comes out of the helmet of their <laughs> penis. Like, because like they just it drip drips backwards. And then, so there's piss everywhere. So it starts piss, then people go backward, backward, backward. So by the end of the night, in any men's piss house, it's just full of piss and fucking. Yeah. And then you walk into you walk into a girl's bathroom. La, 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 well, it's la, not as. Not that I've ever walked into a girl's bathroom. I I was cleaning uh, after girls in the top secret comedy club in the bathroom. They are dirty. <laughs> they you are know? dirty. They're, they're dirty. dirty. Humans but are dirty. I, we're dirty. And we're honest about it, but they're you know. No, but they're not as they're not as messy. As it's men. a different. It's a different. Like I don't want to say you know, but it's no, like it's blood. A ah, Jack. What are you talking yeah. about? You're talking about well, they're, they have tampons. Their, they have their periods, yeah. or whatever. And, and if they're not provided with sufficient places to put their tampons, where the fuck are they supposed to put them? Listen, that's fi- fine. Do. I did it. I did my job. Yeah. I but, know, but what but, do you mean? Do you mean they'd be just taking them and just throwing them up against the wall? Yeah, just no. Like, see if they'll. Hey! See if they'll catch. Can you imagine if guys had periods? We'd be just <laughs> fucking. Jack would be hands down his fucking pants. <laughs> hey, look at this, lad. This like a trophy. Old the guys blood. would make a trophy out of yeah, it. Yeah, they'd be tro- oh, they'd be having period thing, yeah. fights. Yeah, but they would be just proud. They it'd be, be funny. Just, it'd be funny you know? if, like, man, I, I'm sure it's been done by, I'm, 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 you know, where you know the way uh, for selling period products. <laughs> I mean, period tampons to women. It's all like, you know, Jane just loves running around. You know, her fanny is just so intact, clean, and <laughs> you know. But like if, if they were selling tampons to men, if men had periods, it'd be like, a, you know, a guy, uh, what you call it? What you call people who cut woodcutters? What you call them? Lumberjack. Lumberjack. My name's John and I've got a heavy fucking period, man. <laughs> and I just, and I'm tired of sticking straw up there. That's why I've got maxi plus extra fucking with iron filings. Periods, you can fucking rely on that. <laughs> and if it doesn't, you can you can float down the river on this thing, <laughs> or something. Okay, we won't be using that as a clip. Um. 
What were we talking about, Jack? Oh, yeah, Ryan Tuberty. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. How, good luck with Ryan Tuberty. Um, I don't have a relationship. But, I mean, I, I mean the thing is... Uh, the thing is, it's just uh, interesting to watch the whole thing unfold. And um, I think, I I in a way, it was almost like uh, Ryan Tuberty... I mean, was sort was sort of almost hatched in RT and and sort of grew up there and he and, was has, there 30 and that's why years. It, that's why thirty the, years yeah oh, thirty years twenty five years thirty years no yeah. he was there thirty yeah. years apparently there's you can watch. but I will tell you okay and honestly if, if we can just okay. get away from the noise the kid the young guy he's a good fucking yes. uh, interviewer knows his stuff very smart yes. um, but uh, very safe. Very, very Not safe, though. challenging anyone. Yeah. But so this this will be the making of him anyway. And, and, and he, need, he probably needs it. It's, pro it's probably a yeah, really good thing for him creatively to get fucked out of Barbie land so he can suffer the slings and arrows like the rest of us. Yeah, and you know... You, you Jack? Know. They were saying... Um, Sorry, Hannah. Uh, yeah. I saw one article that said he... Because you know the way he kind of went against RT a bit, you know? Uh, yeah. They apparently gave him a deal to come back, but he didn't accept the deal. Well, uh, no, uh, my neighbor came up with a very good phrase. You know the way you make, I'm, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. They made him an offer that he couldn't accept because it was just, well, although that sounds, no, that sounds uh, trite. In other words, it was a very, like anybody else would be delighted with it, but it was such a fall from grace no, financially. No, I don't think that's true. The thing is that they did agree on the uh, uh, payment time. The difference was that Ryan did not want to accept responsibility or the fact that his earnings for 2020 and 2021 were lower by that 75,000. Okay. And he didn't accept it. So the DG just couldn't go there, you know, even though... I and you say you say there's a lot of ill will or bad feelings about Ryan in Orti because Hannah works in Orti as a makeup artist. And you were saying, oh, are you not I sure? Just think, I just think it's 50-50 right. because people are still uh, a bit angry that Ryan <coughs> said he has a cut during 2020 when oh, everybody... Right. But he didn't. He was promised by DG that yeah. his earnings will not be cut. Oh, do you know something? And it is a bit of a storm in a fucking teacup. I mean, people lie about fucking money all the time. You know what I mean? Definitely. But it's it's and the whole organization. And he is just like a pittance in the problems or he has. Okay. Okay. You know, and also Ryan coming back for one hour show, he's not going to save Ortee. Is he? Oh yeah. Well, well that's that's still. the that's the other thing. Um, like, actually, that's an interesting point. Like, uh, I I think you could have loads of different people in Ryan's position. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Oliver Callanan, and I don't. I've never heard him, but but uh, Brian Brendan Courtney. Yeah. I like Brendan Courtney. You know. Yeah. He's uh, but cool. I mean, there's loads of guys. There's loads of guys. Yes. That uh, would be very good. I mean, he's in other words, what I'm trying to say is he's uh, eminently replaceable as are like as everyone. are actors, actors going on about, you I know, stop it by this. No, but I mean, it, no, there's something about them that is, uh, they're going on about the, the streaming and the amount of money. Well, you know, OK, but like, uh, you know, apparently in Ireland, it's even worse than in America. But you what know you what, what, you, what uh, you know the the worst conditions. Oh, in terms of uh, uh, about residuals. You know, yeah. But you know the actors. I've got uh, fuck all residuals. Yeah, so it's worse in America. They get a little bit here. You they probably get nothing. get nothing. 
Apparently, all they're asking though is just like a zero point zero two percent increase. Yeah, and even you know, it's just like yeah. no, it's not like a big thing, you know. But also, oh, I see. Yeah, it's just a know, little. It's, just a, it's a drop in the fucking bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so so look, I I sorry. It's maybe, maybe principle than yeah. anything. I just else. find a lot of it actors annoying. So <laughs> maybe they are saying the right thing, but because they're saying it, I can't fucking swallow it. It's in the same way golf could be a good game, but I'm never going to play it because of the kind of fucking idiots who play golf. There's also, there's a there's a theory know, that uh, that the whole protest is actually like a live performance, you know, to combat be. against Netflix. Because okay. Netflix has such a monopoly, so it's yeah. kind of like an interactive. Well, live well, show. You, you know, Netflix will ultimately shoot themselves in the fucking face because so? because if they, um, you know, continue this and don't uh, and are just really financially too mean spirited, um, uh, you know, maybe maybe people, maybe actors and content creators just won't go to them, and some other platform will, will be created where people get a fair cut but but i think when if people i think it will eventually ultimately be good for creativity because if there is a streamer that actually gives people a, a, a decent uh, cut of the profits mm. more people will want to join that streamer and then there'll be more people so it'll become more competitive well netflix had yeah. a series uh, has a series called the witcher and um you know the the main actor Henry Cavill is not returning for the fourth season. He's being replaced by Liam Hemsworth. So I'm oh, and they're, and they're, and they're moving they're moving away from the the store the original story. So now to become more progressive. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not exactly oh, sure. Man. But like, uh, it's it's move it's deterring a lot of people away from the series. And, and you know, but uh, here, here's the thing. But nobody Can I just say more. about that? Can I just say about? Sorry, Hannah, for talking okay. over you. But what annoys me about that is those type of people, these, uh, you know, Netflix executives, defective fuckers yeah. preaching to us and shoehorning in the uh, the hot topics of the day. I mean, there's so much horrible stuff going on in the world other than the four main themes that people seem to be obsessed with today. And um it, it, it is fairly annoying. Just tell the fucking story and stop insulting people's intelligence. Speaking of that, uh, have you heard of the recent Bradley Cooper controversy Which for is? his no. new movie? So I don't know. I'll find what his new movie is. Oh, it's is, a, is it the prosthetic nose? Is it? Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. playing some famous Jewish guy. And, and they have big noses. To look more similar to him, he has whoa, whoa, whoa. enlarged his nose yes. slightly yeah, for the show. Prosthetic nose. Look at me. Well, you, you, you have a big nose as well, but Jewish people are very known for having <laughs> big noses. But he's playing. I've got a bigger nose than a lot of Jewish people. Yeah, but it's okay. I don't know. Can we even talk about this? What can we say? Yes, yeah. we can. Okay, you sorry. Know, like, come on, because there is a controversy, you know, on, on, so, on the web or whatever. And Irish people have big heads. <laughs> yeah, they inbred, you know. You go to a countryside and you shock. I remember once, <laughs> 10 years ago, I went to see uh, uh, Patrick's Parade in the countryside. Yeah. And I could not believe that people <laughs> like that exist. And, you know, they, they all look deformed. They had huge heads. <laughs> they, they, they were overweight and <laughs> they laughed in a funny way. And... 
And and I was thinking, <laughs> shit, what's going on? And yeah, you wouldn't see it in Dublin or in uh, Cork. Hannah, that, that's in some parts of the world. That is very beautiful. Big misshapen heads. Okay. <laughs> and uh, anyway, what can you tell about someone because of the shape of their heads or how they laugh? I mean, they could be really good people and have and great they are values. Good okay. People. Sorry, what were you saying, Jack? Well, yeah. So it's about Leonard Bernstein, who was a conductor. Oh, can I just, can I just, can I hold that thought? I have to say, actually, I wonder, should I put that Leonard Bernstein? Stein. Bernstein. What a dude. Mm. What a genius. Um, if you listen to him being interviewed and talking about music. And there is a great, uh, he was, he, uh, did he co-write um, that musical, Jack, what was it called? Um, la, 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 America, la, 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 America, da, 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 da. West Side Story. Right? I don't know. But so, the way sorry, he, he was, he was, he was, um, he was um, conducting an orchestra and he was directing a tenor called Jose Carrera, I think it was, and just... He just in his face when he was uh, conducting music, it, 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 every every expression of the music you could see creeping around his face. Uh, he was such a, an interesting character. Uh, if you get a chance, watch him being interviewed and talking about great music. It's it's quite something. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's um, he's one of these guys that will uh, be relevant 500 years from now. Thank you. Sorry, Jack. Can you just continue what you were saying? Well, yeah, so he's he's been uh, some people, you know, very few people, I guess, have criticized him saying it's like a Jew face, you know, what With they've been calling a Jew face with like, the prosthetic nose. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. So Bradley Cooper is playing Leonard Bernstein. Yeah, 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 yeah he is. Oh, I see. And uh, he, he and elongated in, in other words, nose. when they're saying he shouldn't have you, oh, like, like back in the day when people used to do the black and white minstrel show and they would do, do blackface yeah well this is like yeah. but then his kids Bernstein's kids have come out and said like you know supported by Bradley Cooper well yeah and that's another interesting thing um, that uh, generally the people who are outraged have have no I was going to say skin in the game they, they, they're not the people so if Leonard Bernstein's children, excuse me, think it's acceptable, you know, it's always other people being outraged on other people's behalf. So in, yeah. in, in a way, it's kind of insulting to the people that they're being out outraged on behalf of. They're saying, they're, well, you're not clever enough. You don't realize uh, the wrongs being perpetrated against you. So, you know, we will be outraged on your behalf. It's like, who the fuck are you? You know, mm. um, there, I mean, in other words, uh, there are certain battles that are worth worth fighting is this one of them that, that uh, bradley cooper looking for problems but if uh, they not there you know although although no maybe the prosthetic thing do you think maybe he didn't need to go through that change but jack like, or daniel couldn't he just play it yeah so you want to get the closest to yeah. the real thing and it was so yeah. if someone had a big nose and the actor doesn't why wouldn't he had a prosthetic? If someone, if the character, let's say, is fat, why would you deploy someone who is skinny? You want him to get fat or get a fat person. Oh, like, uh, like a Robert fat De Niro guy. in Raging Bull. Yeah, like, you know, like all of a sudden you cannot portray someone who is fat. You have to have someone who is. What's that sound? I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, that's my mic. Sorry. 
What's that sound? Whose phone is that? That was my mic. Yeah, but could you? It's going. Yeah, sorry. It's okay, Daniel. I think wanted to say something. Oh, sorry, Daniel. Oh yeah. Um, no, we were why just. Is, why is it so? I, it's the cable, you know. What can you? Okay, it's all right, David. Get over it. Yeah, I don't know what to do about that. We do it next time, okay? What Jack was saying was like people should play the the people that they're meant to or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in other words, uh, the people should be cast as close to or the ethnicity. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. That's like you know, like the uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, or I don't know, <laughs> with the with the with you know people with uh, dwarfism or whatever, you know. Not no. being not being cast as a dwarf. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that, well that's an interesting point. Yeah. So it's so, just so, 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 the, so, the, so the fact that uh, uh, so they're objecting to the fact. Sorry, there is an objection that Bradley Cooper, who is not Jewish, is is, uh, is 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 performing as a Jewish person. But What's if if, if seven white and the seven dwarf, seven white no Snow White and the seven dwarfs, but a dwarf. Can't, can't play a, a dwarf. No, I mean, if a normal person can play a dwarf, why not? If huh? if he's a good actor. Dwarfs why? aren't normal. I know, but like, whatever, but they're shorter. Jack, can somebody but, jump but they're in not, here? They're not, uh, so in this, it's called just Snow okay. White. The new I feel bad for, I mean, I've, I guess you could call uh, little people dwarfs. You know, that's how a lot of them uh, mm. want to be uh described as but you know there's not many jobs acting jobs out there for dwarves is mm, there you no. know and then you got snow white and the seven dwarves it's like the most iconic job for yeah. a dwarf and you know uh, snow white and her companions you know she's got just like regular sized people yeah you know average oh, sized people women like and men it. But I just women think and it, men. I just think it's a shame. Uh, you know, you could have uh, female and male dwarves. That would be no problem. You know, dwarves from different backgrounds. And so, so it's now called Snow White and her mates. No, it's just called Snow White. You know, and are are the her companions called Sleepy, Dopey, and Stupid? And well, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, look. Do you know what I mean? I mean it's not a big deal. You yeah. Know, in but the grand it, scheme of things. Is no. it for kids or is it the grown up? I think tale? it's. I think, I think it's for kids. Yeah, but it's it's done a bit more. Uh, sexy you know? politically correct as well it's, it's, it's just done a bit more glamorous okay okay and obviously they're not dwarves anymore because you can't call anyone speaking dwarf. of controversy uh, daniel you want to talk about lizzo or no what happened <laughs> sorry <laughs> what happened about lizzo what, what lizzo daniel knows does he what uh you wanted to talk about lizzo <laughs> you 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 brought it up okay <laughs> what, what happened? Does anybody know what happened? Yeah, well, I, I've got an article here. Talented uh, singer, by the way. So uh, there's what? a sk- three of Lizzo's former backup dancers filed a scathing lawsuit against the About Damn Time singer, claiming she's an abusive boss who creates a hostile work environment. While there are allegations of sexual harassment and weight shaming, none were quite as shocking as the bananas. Okay. So has anyone heard about the bananas? No. Yes. So uh, according to the plaintiffs, while visiting an Amsterdam strip club <laughs> called Banana Bar, well, Lizzo, <laughs> Lizzo, surprise, repo- surprise. Lizzo reportedly began inviting cast members to take turns touching the nude performers, 
catching dildos launched for the performance. Oh, wait, exactly. You're, you're, you're whispering into the thing. She she did what? <laughs> I'm just trying. Okay, just picture the scene. You're in a nightclub called Bananas. There's strippers everywhere. Lizzo's probably pissed out of her head. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and what she's going. And she's so saying, she began inviting cast members, so her people, yeah. uh, to take turns touching the nude performers, catching Come on dildos. Come over here, touch his cock. Catching yes? dildos launched from the performers' vaginas and eating what? bananas protruding from the <laughs> eating bananas protruding from the performers' vaginas. Eating bananas. So. So the cast member were made to well, eat I mean, the point is, were, 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 they, were they forced to do so it? So while the after parties were routine and non-mandatory for a staff to attend, those who participated were favoured and even felt a sense of greater job security. During the Banana Gate outing, Lizzo reportedly peer pressured one plaintiff, Ariana Davis, to touch the breasts of one of the nude women. When Davis declined, the singer led a chant that only grew louder and more strident as a visibly uncomfortable Davis continued to refuse. Plaintiffs were against, were aghast with how little regard Lizzo showed for the bodily autonomy of her employees and those around her, especially in the presence of many people whom she employed. Oh, well, that, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Lizzo needs to go to prison now. Okay. <laughs> So, so Prizo. <laughs> Lizzo. Lizzo in a prison. <laughs> so apparently, uh, uh, she created a difficult working environment, excruciating audition process, made false allegations that they were drinking on the job, and rig- ridiculed them over their weight. Despite Lizzo's repa- reputation for body positivity. It's funny, you know, uh, when I, I was thinking, just as you were saying that, like I was thinking the shit that we got up to, but, but, you know, when I was a kid, like. Uh, this is in the eighties. There was a guy. Oh yeah, no, a guy got a syringe, and we were all, we we're all, they were all drinking pints, and he'd get, and he, and he'd piss into the syringe, and then he'd p- put the piss in this guy's pint, and yeah. and we'd all be there like, but and your man would be drinking, and they'd be pissing the pint, and then and then he he did it. We did it to him a few more times, and nothing and, happened. Did he know? know? Did you tell? He him? eventually found out. And we used to call him piss, but it didn't taste any much different because it wasn't yeah, that much. It was so <laughs> no, but I'm that's just, a pretty uh, shit frag where you have to the guy's having a nice p- pint and then you're like, "Ah, you're drinking piss." And he's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you never made anyone to eat banana from the vagina. Yeah, still, I mean, still, I, still, still connected, you know. It's, it's well, I don't there. know. L- l- do you know how something? How is it possible? It's, it's like it, it, you know what? How it's does how does the scene play something. out? So so so. Uh, uh, a stripper. I'll, I'll try and I'll pretend like I'm Pat Kenny. So the stripper puts a banana oh, in Joe, her. Oh, Joe Duffy. Yeah. Joe Duffy. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, Carla. Yeah. yeah. So the stripper uh, put the banana in her vagina. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And then what happened? Then somebody ate the banana from the vagina. Ah, Jesus. And it was made to do it over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know what to say about all this stuff. I mean, if people are forcing people to eat. Well, you know what it is. The way I see it is it's almost like a parallel to like the business world. And if you, you know, if you're in like a, a law firm or whatever and they're like, 
well, we're going for drinks after work, you know. And if you're not there at the drinks, oh yeah, you know, you're like ostracized. Right. You're like you left. That's why, no, that's why, an interesting. Why, point, why isn't yeah. why isn't he coming for drinks? So and that does affect your work because then people don't trust you as much. They don't want to give you as much jobs. So the equivalent to working with Lizzo is going to the strip club and eating bananas out of a stripper's nether regions. <laughs> but I, I just can't really picture it. So you've got like 10 performers eating bananas. No. Out of it's not like a choreographed thing. It's like a line. It it's like a line. She was just like... It's like line dancing. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. How she was it? she was like, ah, ha, ha, go on, fucking eat the fucking banana. Eat the <laughs> banana. Uh, you know, excuse me? Ah, go on, eat the fucking banana. I'm not going to eat the banana. Go on, you fucking. I you guess you wanna have, we're, we're just having some fun here. <laughs> eat the banana. And what about the strippers? Stri but you, it just tells you how bad office party. Yes, Lizzo's equivalent of an office party. I've played, performed at a few of these Christmas parties. I, I, I think a place called Qual Ceram, Quality <laughs> Ceramics. And they never paid me the fuckers. This is about 15 years ago. But anyway, exactly what Jack said. If you don't go, you're not seen as a team player. So you have to go to these things. So they're terrible places to perform to because nobody wants to be there. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And so, the, and so the, and anything, any entertainment that is provided is seen as part of the problem through the eyes of the employees. So they're there looking at you go up. Hey, everyone. And they're like, oh, fuck off. You can't. You know what I mean? And you're performing to a hostile fucking audience. Yeah. And then usually, you know, it, I, I invariably made fun of uh, whoever the boss was. And then they like it. No, they don't fucking like it. I remember one time the employees I was like uh, performing in front of a Christmas party. And I think the brother of Brian blubbery face Cowan was there who was the former Taoiseach Prime Minister of Ireland and I, I said I, well, I look was, at his big head and him. I was and I said oh that's your man's brother or something you know uh, the, the talking about Brian Cowan big blubbery faced alcoholic mess that brought our country yeah, into in disrepute red. now I am an alcoholic so I can make fun of other alcoholics but there you go not not oh yes and then after after the gig me I, I don't know who I was gigging with but we Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We were sort of hidden in the green room and you could just hear some woman outside. He ruined our Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you achieved what you always wanted to do. So I won't do those fucking... 
office mm. parties. So it's a, it's an office party that was out of control, and Lizzo was. Yeah, I mean, you know, it'll all come out anyway. And you know what I read recently that Lizzo, because she's a larger lady, so she's you know she's like a role model for larger ladies. But all of a sudden she lost few pounds, and then she lost her esteem because she lost weight like she's not role model how did, how did losing how did weight yeah, become such a, a charged issue like like for me yeah. as a guy i'm a bit fat i've got a belly the reason i have is because i don't move that much and i eat too much yes. and i'm a f fatty of in my belly there but why only in your belly why your legs are so skinny and your arms are skinny right you know yeah. what i mean uh, but but and then you know why is it so, it's, it's like and then you and i have i remember i did the apple mm. diet and lost weight and that's all but why is it like ooh, yeah like what is that oh i guess because people do do, yeah, because they're no, this is stupid. No, I don't know what you want to say. Well, I guess the, the thing is, is, is more are people are fat now. You know, more people are overweight because life is easier and uh, there's more shit food around. And no, everything. I think and also people don't cook I, as much. I think also food. there is this ideal template that a human male, human female are fit into, and it's the perfect kind of thing and it's so and and so other people are made feel shit about their body shapes and all that shite but, but I, I mean I think it is it's a good thing shifting it's now. a good thing you, to you know there's not skinny models on the magazines anymore there, there is like fat models now can you but, say fat models but they're not they're, they're, not, they're not they're, they're not really they're that fat plus, they're plus, size. Plus, plus size plus size plus size models. models but being super skinny isn't good either no. you know i mean there's there's balance and everyone's got a different di different body type you know some people are like if you look at like samoans they're naturally like uh stocky and they're 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 like there's so some of those island lads. Yeah, like Jesus Christ, and they're, they're healthy, big, yeah. big lads. But you know, nowadays, is a is a fat person goes to a doctor. The doctor says, "Oh, you've, you, you used to be, hey mate, you've got to lose eight or ten pounds." Nowadays, uh, you okay? <laughs> you've got to accept yourself the way you are. Have you seen there uh, the uh, New know? Zealand the New Zealand women's rugby team doing the haka? Have you seen no, it, Jack? But what this has to do with because yeah. they're big yeah. ladies? But fuck me. It's the first time I've actually looked at the hacker and and because uh, there was a translation, yeah, and it's just awesome. Oh yeah, just yeah. these women, just going, just like like they're just like it's so, but it's so it's a very exciting. They they supposed to scare off the other team. Oh yeah, that's why other teams when they were playing against, but New they're Zealand, like the, you know they the, come up the sun, something. the moon, and the stars, and they're evoking you know and the, yes. the pride and the. Oh, and it's just like and 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 and, and you know it's you magic. don't fuck with these pe people and um but just just the expressions on the faces yeah. just, it's so it's so good and uh, there was i think i did see uh, the new zealand women's rugby team doing the haka and then it cuts to <laughs> the english female rugby team and there's one or two of them that are that, that are going jesus christ do you know what i mean like uh I thought we just came here to play rugby. I mean, these, they look like they're ready for war, you know. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. Well, I feel like this, can I just say, I feel this whole area, but this is what is good. It's all landmine fucking material. You know, you, it's, it's just so easy to misstep. And, you know, uh, can I just say that here at, and that's why we're not together. 
we accept everyone and love yeah. everyone david's fat you know and he's the leader i'm i'm not uh, like skinny either <laughs> i you know i have a fat belly <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say what <laughs> fat I have because I don't want to admit it and I don't want to well I'm not going to say I don't want people to stare at me at the point which are fat <laughs> <laughs> okay so I keep it secret did you take did you take some notes about something yeah um, because myself and Jack we watched yesterday um, this documentary the deepest breath Oh, that was actually a fantastic documentary. And what was the name of the guy who ultimately uh, gave his life for uh, his... Stephen Keenan. He was Irish. But what, I, what I have to say, uh, what a great uh, documentary and what an incredible amazing. story. And who was the... Uh, and Laura McGann is the one who directed it. Laura and McGann. She, and, and she's Irish. Is this her first documentary? No, it's, it's the third or second. She did the 2016 revolutions about roller derby scenes Laura <coughs> roller derby no, but what's, what's the uh, Laura McGann there, there has to be an element of a death wish to, to what they're doing because the death she's still alive but the death she's, the, she's the still deaths, doing yeah but, but but you know talk about is it mad courage to, to go that deep and the danger it was actually really well explained what the body goes through going that deep you know, and your lungs get really compressed mm. and then coming back up but i mean fucking hell so the dangerous is, the story about this alessia zucchini she? she she's the champion the the, the girl mm. uh, she's the, the main character you know the most amazing story is that the age of 13 she knew who she wanted to be she was watching this russian free diver natalia Molchanova, and she said she wanted what she has. And since the age of 13, she was so driven, driven, committed. And even though she was told in Italy that she can't compete until she's 18, she didn't give up. Mm. She kept on training, training. So when she reached the age of 18, she was just beating everyone. She right. was there ready doing stuff they never thought she But look, she could I, have I don't know, would we do a spoiler alert now and just talk about the end? Have you seen it? But people know about it. Have you seen story. it, D D Jack, Daniel? I just saw the end of it. Well, Stephen Keenan, is it? I didn't see it. Yeah. I mean, uh, talk about like... Because uh, this, this is real the, event, talk about, so yeah, people and, and, would and, know what and, happened. And, and also, you, you s at the end of the documentary, you see what he did and he knew by doing what he did, that he would potentially die, which he did, but he would also save the life of, who, who was the girl he saved? Alessia. Oh, that was the Italian girl. He went down. You know, they had all arranged time-wise. He went down diving to wait for her with the rope. 20 seconds later, she swam under the arch of Blue Hole. 10 seconds earlier so 30 seconds in diving it's a huge amount so of he didn't notice so they missed each other so did he do it on purpose why did he go 20 seconds later than he's supposed to go because there was some issue with his there was some issue there was some it's not explained i don't understand people question why there was no safety boat on the top why there wasn't 
two, let's say, safety divers. Why wasn't he waiting for her? Well, the the the, the people who were diving with him, they didn't know either. They said maybe he was uh, trying to uh, get his heart. His heart rate was too high, maybe, and he was trying to. He wasn't prepared to dive, so he had to get his heart rate back down. And there are. I was reading a bit on like uh, online forums and stuff, like because you know, uh, free you know, free dive is not a. Uh, monetarily you know large sports so you could it's very accessible you know <laughs> it's very accessible to meet those people you know if you went down to Dahab you'd go to one one of the diving centers they'd probably be there so a lot of people know about the uh, about your man and everything and they said who's your he, man uh, Steve Stephen Steve, Keegan, Steve Keegan. Uh, they said he wasn't very prepared for that difficult dive and a lot of people underestimate that dive which is so you're going down 50 meters I think uh, thirty meters? No. No, I think like you go seventy. No, okay. to the blue, to the arch. So yeah, you're going down about seventy meters. You're I going about seventy okay. meters down, and then you're going fifty meters across, <laughs> and then back up. I think thirty meters across under the arch. Right. So it's it's up. a it's a really large distance, but people kind of underestimate it. So there were people saying he wasn't prepared enough, but it, it does seem a bit odd that he would go twenty seconds later, and he was such an experienced. But maybe he was just because he's in and love you know, with the woman and stuff. In diving, like the longest amount of time free divers, the record, women's record is like nine and a half minutes unassisted, unassist, not assisted by oxygen uh, pumping before diving. There's different things you can do to <coughs> extend not breathing underwater let's say if you get a lot of oxygen before well can i just say the way it was presented in the documentary was that stephen uh you know basically gave his life to save his uh girlfriend uh, yeah probably but he died yeah he blacked out yeah before he come up yeah he would have uh had to turn her over on her back because she passed out so as well so, so he only had like a one second window so in that one second window before he was passing out he turned because if you pass out and you're face yeah, down you in the water you're gonna die how, how do you know how do you know that that's she, what they ha, said ha, on the document oh right she, well, she wouldn't have come up and then been like so he would have come up turned around probably yeah yeah and i mean she out. she doesn't remember because she was you know but that's probably what happened that he he you know being uh, wh a why, wh why weren't there why weren't there boats around <laughs> there that's what i'm saying but they, they were they were prepared. like they weren't super prepared and when they were doing it as well there was other people using like snorkeling so it was like oh there was it was all it wasn't like uh you know exclusive oh, it, it wasn't it wasn't it was like roped off yeah it wasn't roped off it was just like they just went out there Jesus one day Christ, Jack, you know when you think about these days like health and safety for mm. tiny things that nothing can go wrong you would think in that situation guys that's why I well, think that, well that's the thing it's, it's in uh it's in dahab which is uh egypt and you know egypt is a modern country whatever but you know there's not as much uh there's like if you were doing that in Ireland, there'd be so many protocols you'd have to like so many things you'd have to jump through, like sign things off, waivers. But in Egypt, you can kind of just go and do it whenever you want. Sorry, Hannah, is it Stephen Keegan or Stephen Keenan? Keenan. Well, Stephen Keenan, incredibly courageous. Mm. What a legacy to, you know, just to, ha to, to, to do something like how it was presented in the documentary. Incredibly, incredibly courageous Irishman, you know incredible but um 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, he actually helped her to overcome fear and yeah. actually achieve, um, you know, uh, that stardom. And she and she and and what, what I mean, also the, the balls of that woman to be able to do like tough, tough. People. Listen, when she was 13, she got yeah. she swam underwater 105 meters like no man without training could have done it. They didn't know what to do with her. Hmm. Um, uh, oh, yes. <laughs> anyway. Well done, Stephen Keenan. Don't know what to say about it. And when we were there, there's uh, because the Blue Hall is very famous for, for um, you know, uh, claiming the lives a lot of divers. And so just you mean divers with oxygen tanks? Uh, no, free divers and maybe. Mm. Um, yeah, I remember we were there and uh, there was so many. Uh, oh my God! I think we saw his. Uh, uh, yes, st- we gravestone, did. A his, yeah, we saw a yeah. plaque for him because when you're. Because uh, we didn't know at that time uh, the 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 documentary hadn't come out, but uh, when you're going on the blue hole and there's so it's kind of like a beach and you go to the end of the beach and you go uh, there's like cliffs and there's all these like kind of carved into the stone all these memorials for all the people who, who have died die, yeah. in the blue hole and yeah I remember s- seeing Stephen Keegan Keenan Keenan well Stephen S- Stephen Keenan we salute you well done Stephen Keenan. I'm like gladiator for those of us who are about to die. Yeah. We salute you. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Yeah, but he's his job was to be free diver. It's funny when you say guard. When you, know, you say like it's his job, I just imagine um, you know uh, Roy Keane, <laughs> World War Two, and the front lines. Okay, go. It's your fucking job. Come on, dive your country. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Over the top, lads. Come on. Heroes. So this whole thing about heroes. I mean, come on. He's so <laughs> mercurial, isn't he? He's like fucking heroes. This I, whole idea. I I, <laughs> I, f- I fended off two hundred Germans. Like you know, it's because it's my job. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Call me a hero. <laughs> like like yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. But I think that's no, what that Stephen guy was like. That was his job. Roy to, Keane, you to know, get this divers safe. Roy Keane, you saved uh, all your uh, battalion from certain death because you. You're a hero. Oh, really? Am I? Uh, it's just my job, like. Um, uh, okay, look. I'm all over the fucking gaff. Yeah, yeah. When you when you give Roy Keane a compliment, you're like, Roy, you played really well today. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but you know what? I just read that uh, a, an average person just holds the breath for thirty seconds, as those divers they go unassisted. I, I think the record for a man is eleven minutes. I can hold my breath for two and a half minutes. I can hold my breath. This, for this two whole thing seems crazy, though. Like, you know, just people risking their lives, like, you know, just for the sake of deep sea diving. Yeah, like, I know. I don't know. It's, it it's seems kind of cra- I mean, you're saying he he, he, he didn't do it. He, he's meant that's his job, but he didn't do his job. He died. Yeah. So ultimately. Yeah. yeah. So was it worth it or whatever? Well, it's worth it for him. <laughs> I mean, like, you know. Daniel gets these rushes of uh, revelations. He's just, but like, he's, but he's, but he's, he's right. right. Look, he's right because, um, you know, you, you, they 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 talk about, oh, it's so risky and anything can go wrong at any time, and there it is. So why do it? Like, you well, know, you know, but they want why to climb do it Mount because Everest? They want that adrenaline. Yeah, that's right. Why cr- climb Mount Everest? You know, uh, 
oh, where did you, where did he die? He died in the death zone. Well, you know, I think the clue is in the fucking title, death zone. Uh, you know, it, uh, it, it, it wasn't like, oh, he died. How? Because he was waiting for a bus. That's a surprise. You do, where did he die in the death zone? Oh, how did you? How did he die? Oh, he's eaten, eaten, eaten. How come? By a killer whale. Yeah, killer. How come? You know these these Americans. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tilikam, <laughs> spirit, spirit. This giant six thousand pound, fucking. You know, just going like, do you know something? No, I've got enough. I've had I've had enough. I'm just going to grab your foot and just hold you down. It's madness, madness. Uh, okay, look. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. My favorite part of the oh, show. Oh, no, I'm not prepared. Doesn't matter. I don't know. And that's why we're not laughing with Hannah Andrews. I'm surprised. He's so cute now. Don't look at me. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to talk about children nowadays. You know, they... The children nowadays, they don't know what to do anything anymore. You know, you ask them to tie a shoelaces, but they don't need to do it anymore. I mean, they have Velcro everywhere. You know, you, you ask them to make scramble eggs and they just look at you in a surprise. And they feel like, you know, you're sending them to the war. You know, like the only scramble they know, it's a scramble during MMA. Not... <laughs> Not, not in the real life. You tell them, you know, just uh, drive them to school in your 4x4 big trunk and then they don't even know what's the weather outside. The teacher, the teacher has to send the note to the parents telling them that they're going to go on a school trip. Okay, and... Okay, thank you. That's why we're not together. That's why we're not laughing with Hannah Andrews. Yeah. Jack, the sound effects. Can I just suggest also that with that music, don't zoom it up, just bring it right up immediately. Oh, that's a silence. Yes, sir. Okay. I don't think you should be posted. <laughs> was it that bad? <laughs> Jack. It was good. It was good. It was funny. It's Scrambled not- eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Why are you looking at me like this? <laughs> I don't think it's funny. Maybe you should give it up. No, we should not give it up. Uh, okay, and Jack Daniel, uh, open the cage. Trivia about ne- news news from R-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P. Nicholas Cage. Okay, well, there's... That's all you have to do! Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's not like whole lot why are you laughing and just pointing you know Daniel's talking no I'm just I'm just seeing Hannah you know after she does every time she does her stand up she's just like so crestfallen she's just like <laughs> yeah because it's just so emotionally draining <laughs> it's so much fun is it Daniel for you yeah okay well um, you know we were talking about Wes Cage Nicholas Cage's son and uh, I have like a little clip here of uh, what it sounds like his new single oh brilliant The Wolf so um, maybe we can just get it up here 
I would never be afraid to become the wolf. Yeah, or the. It sounds a bit ironic. I mean, it does sound a bit like Eurovision song. I will never be afraid to become the wolf. And now, Norvège du point. And now Norway's entry. I will never be afraid to become the wolf. Yeah, it he had, like I mean, he has to. He has to follow his dad. Like, so what? You know, he has to be a bit uh, out there. Like, you know. Ironic. Yeah, yeah. He has to be kind of funny. <laughs> Nicolas Cage's inspiration uh, is uh, like Germanic uh, cinema, you know? This ironic shit as well. Uh, they were uh, filming a fucking uh, lotto ad on this road a few days ago. And the main guy in the ad was dressed like he was evil Knievel. But, but, but uh, you know, in this, from the 70s, this uh, guy who'd uh, do these big motorbike jumps, oh, except yeah? he wasn't on a, uh, he was on a little Vespa. But you know, but but this ironic shit, and it's out of fashion. And then suddenly, but uh, we uh, we make it fashion. It's kind of like what Ryan Tuberty did with fucking Christmas jumpers. You know, they were always shit. But then, and now it's kind of ironic. Ah, I remember. But and then it becomes not ironic, and it's just people buy Christmas jumpers. Fuck off! No, fuck off! I've never heard that people. Okay, buy Hannah. Christmas you know, jumpers. just because you died. Now, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Anna. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's actually, um, oh. you know, hurtful. I'm not going to do stand up ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. It was very good, actually. There was parts of it that were really good. No, it, uh, do you know Maybe what was annoying was me? Long. No, it wasn't. What is annoying me is that boy over there, da J Jack, Jack, Ten Finger, Jack, Fifty Fingers. Um, <laughs> You know, bring that music up straight away. I can't hear it. So that was annoying me. It's not Jack. We should have just rehearsal. So that but actually the content was uh, enjoyable. It, it was. It, I, I like the fact that they can't. Yeah, we can't tie shoelace because uh, they're just used to Velcro. So, I mean, you know, 200 years from now, we just we'd just be blobs with little just just that, that'll be it. Just little thumbs to interact with uh, mobile phones. Jack's about to attack me now. Am I? Okay. And your other, the other bit of stand-up you did a few weeks ago was good, where, you know, to achieve uh, enlightenment, it requires a lot of effort. And so you just... Oh, you, you, don't, short, don't, you don't need to okay. deconstruct my jokes. Okay. I mean, semi jokes. Jack, Conspiracy Corner. This week on Conspiracy Corner, I would like to talk about um, better help. Have you heard of better help? Oh, if uh, you've watched YouTube and it's on your ads. Yeah. So it's uh, online uh, therapy. I see uh, uh, Bobby Lee, Tiger Belly advertises it. Everyone advertises. It's like Manscapes. It's like, you know, that's their strategy. BetterHelp is a subscription-based therapy service for those struggling with, as they call it, simple mental health problems. Simple? Are they ever simple? Well, that's what they call it. Uh, if you like, have, so we're not talking about bipolar or stuff like that? If you have very severe issues, they will usually refer you to a, a physical, psychological professor with an office who you can see on your own term. Uh, everyone's seen their ads on YouTube. Uh, BetterHelp has uh, very real and very helpful therapists. Available for video or phone call for your mental health needs. Jack, I can't believe we're uh, advertising BetterHelp and we haven't even been paid. But we're not. We're I'm not sorry. advertising. I'm, you know. I think they're scammers. Okay, sorry, Jack. Okay, so 
However, if you use the text feature to speak to your therapist, you are speaking to an AI most of the time. I'd say around 45 to 55 percent of the time. Uh, the therapists are actually quite unaware of this for the most part and are not to blame. If you enjoy working your issues out with an algorithm, then who <laughs> am I to tell you what's best for you? If you have mental health problems, I'd implore you to find a doctor or a therapist you can meet in person. So what's your uh, thought on that? That you would be talking about your problems and your therapist on the text message. Well, if that's true, I mean, it's a fucking scam. Of course it is. I mean, like, you, you can ask AI, you know, already questions. There are already people. Daniel, you said that there was this uh, app. You can talk to AI girlfriend and she's real. She really, you know, interact with you. Mm. And it's so and so we had the AI. Um, we had the AI stand up comedian. Now we have the AI therapist. And okay, girlfriend. so 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 you I'll be uh, your AI therapist. Imagine though if the algorithm went fucking mental and there was a hack in it. Okay, go on. So I'll be an AI therapist. Hello, to down. How are you today? Two one. I feel a little bit blue. I can get out of bed. Chop one of your fingers off and eat it with cornflakes. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> At least you make me laugh. <laughs> Laughed. <laughs> Love to raise the mood. You, you've that's done true. your job. That's true. But yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. Better help. Better help. Hmm. So uh, there you go. Well, I mean, maybe that's okay. They know so so better and who's help. Who's running? Because a lot of those help. therapists, anyway, they do kind of say things like you know. Yeah. Quite they, they, they don't know what they're doing. Like, Who don't? No, the therapists, psychotherapists, they did the you know like with mental health issues. They, uh, they, it's it's like they're trying stuff out all the time and seeing what works depending on the person. Like they they don't actually, for me anyway, from my experience, they don't they don't know. You have to figure it out yourself, like your coping mechanisms and stuff like that. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I uh, yeah. I mean, they just throw medication at you yes, and and, ho I, I, and hopefully that works. Yeah. Know? Yeah, it, well, maybe it, the it, best therapist is the one who question doesn't give you answer, but a question <clears throat> that you figure it out yourself. Yeah, but it's hard to it's right hard to question. find a therapist that like will listen to everything you have to say and won't be judgmental at all about anything you say. Like, it's just it's very hard to find like without mm -hmm. any sort of bias that comes from them. You know. Yeah, it's like a good anything is hard to find. Um, somebody with tons of experience, very wise. And uh, mm. but this but, was but, but it's true. very like even I, difficult because it's a very delicate subject, and which you is, can, you know, being a psychotherapist or therapist, mm. to not either advise someone or direct him in a wrong way. Mm. You know, it's a very delicate thing. Well, I'm sure hundreds of years from now, in the same way we look back on how uh, uh, mental illness was treated. Uh, they'll they'll see how brutal it it is now. I mean, oh yeah, and and if you're acting weird in public in any way, if you're acting crazy, the police can just come and take you away. And no, it's not yeah, that no, there, there is a law. There is a law that um, people, you know, if you're acting strange or weird in public, the police can just come and take you away and then assess you, and then you either let go or you go to a mental health unit. Well, but. Uh, it's very hard to have someone sectioned. 
Very hard. Well, not in, as, in Ireland, not as, it's very hard. Yeah, but it, it happens. Like you know, it, it happens. does happen. It happens. But don't you think that's a that is a, in in those sort of situations, if somebody is potentially a threat? To yeah, themselves. no, I understand that. I'm just saying, like you know, it's it's the power they possess. You know, power who possess? Well, like the police, the government. The Sorry, but what what's your um, if something if someone is acting crazy? Well, you know, in a way, look, um, certain things have changed for the good certain things haven't and maybe in every town in Ireland there was always somebody who was I don't know you know who, who was neurologically damaged but he was he or she was kind of accepted by the community and they could go off and everyone knew that person um, and you know whereas nowadays people don't know whoever that pe people are so the guards are is that what you're saying like people should be left alone but if they're well being yeah it's kind of like almost like a fun police at this stage you know like it's oh you're saying yeah but if you're saying if somebody's pissed or drunk and they're just jumping up and down yeah whatever. well that depends on the, you know obviously yeah but i i just think that um if if that person is uh, a threat to other people or himself yeah. Well, no. Sorry. Are, are, are we talking about two different things? If you're saying fun police, you're talking about the, the the butternutter type situation where there's just groups of young people and they want to hang out and fucking howl at the moon and be young and be brilliant and it's so exciting and it's brilliant. Uh, and then, oh look, corral them, fucking, you know, we shut it down immediately. But they are citizens. Young people are citizens of this country just as much as we are, and they should be allowed. They have the right to enjoy mm. this place. And who the fuck are these just mean-spirited <coughs> bastards who are shutting them up? There's that versus somebody who is clearly unwell. Mm. Well, this is, uh, you know, we, we talking about, uh, you know, uh, special powers that were given during uh, COVID, which is uh, completely wrong. You know, the police were shutting down people, you know, uh, not letting them having a good time, which was in vain. It wasn't necessary. What do you think about better help, Jack? <laughs> I think. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I think I, I think it's a it's a weird um yeah, it's it seems very strange the way they market it and everything. It doesn't. It, it's uh, for me. Yeah, it's it's like a very sensitive thing talking about your feelings like that and people. I, it seems to me like if you actually have a real problem, like something you really need to work out, you should go to someone, either someone you trust, uh, or a real you know a physical therapist who. But then again, if someone's certified online, and maybe it's good because you want to. If you got a problem, you want to talk to someone who's not, who uh, who's not involved in your situation, who is completely separate, and so they can look at it from a different perspective. Like whatever it could be, say you're having problems with your with your girlfriend, and you know it's like really a big problem, you know. But for some people, if they have a big problem with their girlfriend, whatever is going on at home. But uh, it seems like a lot of people would use BetterHelp because 
I don't know, they're just feeling day-to-day anxiety or something like yeah. that. And they need to work it out. Maybe if it helps people, it helps people, you know. But, but it seems a bit of a strange thing. I think they should be thing. up say uh, that if you're texting, you're talking to algorithms. Um, you, you know, this. I, I think like a good psychologist or a psychotherapist or whatever, I never know the difference between them. Um, it's kind of, you know, like when you're, uh, you have a good accountant and they can just sort of... Um, deconstruct all the money's coming in the money's coming out and sort it so help you look at it clearly so that you can untangle all your money situation and is that what a good psychologist therapist is doing uh, because I remember when I used to go I said I was talking about this last night um, when I used to go to Alcoholics Anonymous they had this sign on the wall which said halt so H for hungry, A for angry, L for lonely, T for tired. So, you know, you know, you might not you might be feeling down, but it could be simply mm. because you're hungry, um, which I was last night. I ate too late. But that's another thing. Woke up this morning feeling yuck, um, but uh, angry. And, and also, like, for instance, I remember uh, I, I'd read these um, chat room forums. This is like in 2000 and something, three or something, four. Oh, boards.ie and there was like a, a dedicated page to how much they h- hated me as a street performer or whatever but like I spent like two or three hours reading all this shit and, and then, then you felt I, shit I, no yeah but then I, I uh, forgot about it but two or three hours later the accumulative effect yeah. of sort of digging at your own tooth you know the pain of it it, ju- it just sits with you and you've forgotten so there's a lot of stuff that people carry you know, from day to day, a cumulative effect of, you know, taking shit from that person or whatever. And they're feeling down and they don't realize that if they just, you know, pull back. Oh, right. OK, that's probably why I'm feeling this way. I'm angry because I haven't told my boss to fuck off or I haven't said, no, don't cross. It lonely, tired. So or a combination of all four. Mm. So you can kind of uh, analyze oh, your shit own food as well. shit food. All these things can uh, affect your mood. Like in general, you're not feeling down or miserable for no reason. There's, it's usually there's usually uh, a cause. I feel as well. Um, it's much easier to be upset and down than it is like to be happy, you know, to be kind of you know waking up with a smile on your face every day because you know it is like an easy thing to be like uh you know i don't want to do that or oh well that's 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 why your goal is to have a fucking goal that's your goal to have a mission you know what whatever it is like even the smallest thing to get to give you an example uh, and, and to show how imperceptibly small a mission you need to have to raise your mood this is months ago a year ago went down to the shops got some stuff realized i'd forgot my debit card right so so the the stuff i'd bought or i thought i'd bought was on the counter and i said shit uh i better go back to the house now going to the shop i was you know slumping around like a fucking zombie just (laughs) right but then because i didn't have my debit card i suddenly had oh shit objects and so i I, i'm walking fast and i you know looking around find my debit card head back and just that <laughs> act of having Unhappy. something to do, 1.2% mood raised. And it just revealed in action, oh, that's what us as human beings need. We need to have a fucking point or something, some goal, some mission. 
the bigger the mission, the better, I assume. Something that consumes you so you're not in your head about fucking Johnny make-believe up the road who doesn't say hello to you. Cunt! <laughs> but I think that's why uh, BetterHelp is such a great business model because, uh, you know, most people... Because our lives are so easy, you know? You don't have to do anything, you know? You literally don't... You can literally do nothing. Well, you'll, you'll get You'll get by. Like, literally, you can do... You can why is BetterHelp such a good business so, model? So, because people don't have struggles you know they don't have a well, why is better help then what, what, what oh you mean yeah, why well, it's such a good business so, so, model. so what what because people aren't doing anything how what does that relate to better well, help? uh if you let me explain we'll get to the fucking point so people don't have this day-to-day problem like struggle like goal to achieve day-to-day they just like work at a job so they call out for better help jesus so they have a day-to-day anxiety of purpose of meaning and that causes people to uh, get these feelings of mainly anxiety. Like anxiety is a huge thing nowadays. Like people have always felt anxious, but they've been anxious for a reason. They've been anxious because that's a biological trait we have to warn us against problems, against dangers. But we're kind of have this anxiety, this biological trait that never actualizes you know so we're always waiting for disaster for some kind yeah, of thing right. <clears throat> and we're preparing ourselves but it's not coming so people a lot of people know how to deal with that but a lot of people aren't equipped to deal with that so it makes sense that people don't have these big psychological issues but they still feel they have to see a therapist well uh, uh, because yes. of the day-to-day anxiety early uh, well that's a, an interesting point you make about the early warning system that we carry around with us that uh, is uh, genetically inbuilt into our fucking psychological dna because uh, you know you know animals can attack us or what are predators or whatever and um and actually that goes that goes back to sorry my eye is itchy like if you're brought up in a situation where you're always in trouble with your parents and, uh, you know, and uh, so when you grow up as an older person, you're just always waiting for something bad to happen. And even if it ha- if, if, even if something bad doesn't happen, the people in your lives are looking at you going, what's wrong with that? And suddenly something bad is happening because you're afraid that something bad is happening. But um, so just what's your point my point oh, oh yeah okay look that's one thing Hurry I, did, up, I, I, I didn't articulate that very well but mm. that that idea of doing nothing you should start it? playing that music go on jack, no 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 no, no okay J- jack go on jack no 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 i really do have a good point here ah, go on. <laughs> i'm not playing it go on. the doing nothing thing you know this idea of doing nothing that's an interesting one because people think that by doing nothing it's kind of like a life hack i'm getting away with it but doing nothing has a consequence. Doing nothing is not doing nothing. Doing nothing means that you're not using your body, that you're getting overweight, that you're getting unfit, that you're, everything is shrinking. And the consequence is that you're going to die sooner. So doing nothing is very actively doing something yeah. to your body, to your brain, to your blood circulation. So you're not getting away with anything uh, by doing nothing. Having said that, I have a PhD in nothing doing. It's nice sometimes, though. Yeah, okay. Sometimes. <clears throat> Sorry, Jack. It's one, one hour 30 now. Oh, fucking hell, lads. So I think that's a good point to end on. What's, what, what, what's your voice? Have you suddenly turned into Tyson Fury? Yeah, I have, yeah. <laughs> Jack, no man alive. 
Check. No man alive will beat my son. Okay, uh, folks, thank you very much for tuning in to And That's Why We're Not Together. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, my princes, Jack and Daniel. Someday this kingdom will be yours. Take your baby by the hand And make it do a high-stand And take your baby by the hill 